handle the truth. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. to the X Factor Podcast. Super, superb, 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 owl commercials edition. Yes. We're not talking about like any run-of-the-mill owl, John. No. We're not talking about an above-average owl. No. We're talking about a superb owl. The best. The best. The best owls. We've got the best owls. Huge, huge owls. <laughs> yeah. What episode number is this? 61. Beautiful. Yeah, unlike uh, our previous uh, producer, I actually uh, keep track of the numbers for us. We should do something special for episode 69. Yes. Like maybe, you know, my screen will be upside down and yours will be right side up and we'll be like backwards. I, I don't know. We probably should not do that. Yeah, that's probably probably not good. Yeah. What's in your cup this afternoon? Uh, I'm trying something new. It's a new drink I found. Pretty good. Uh, Diet Mountain Dew. Well, James <laughs> Elliott is going to have words with you. Oh, it's terrible. I've been drinking a lot more water, but I just, I, I think, I, I have, do not have an addictive personality, but I do believe I am addicted to caffeine. I, I really believe it. When I look at how much caffeine I intake in a day, I think I have a problem. At some point, I've got to address it. Um, could this have anything to do with the uh, obscene amount of pre-workout? Yeah, well, I looked up the, the, the yeah, it's, uh, I get a lot of, uh, caffeine in my pre-workout i use one called nitroflex and i think it's like close to 400 grams or milligrams of caffeine which is not good so no nope. they say if you get to one gram you die i'm pretty much getting close to that every day so i think i gotta, I gotta right. lighten up i don't know man i think it's like um like anything you know um successive approximations and your body adapts yeah, I think you're right because I, I, you know, pre-workout when I first started using it would like, whoa, you wake up and you got tingly and you're like, oh, this is this, you know, really does fire you up for workout. Now it's like uh, it just sort of wakes me up a little bit, you know. So I mean, maybe... I, I think that's why COVID didn't affect you. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> like you, you get so much caffeine in your system. Like I think your body thought COVID was health food. <laughs> I think you're right. At this honestly, point. Yeah, I honestly think you're right. So COVID didn't didn't um didn't affect me at all so you know what i'm drinking no what are you drinking coach i am sampling i'm having a little uh i'm having an afternoon refreshment on a thursday afternoon oh uh, nice this recording yes what do you got uh compliments of our friends at Lockhouse distillery i am enjoying an iced coffee using bottom gun coffee and a coffee liqueur, which is absolutely out of this world. Wait a second. Uh, I would venture to say this coffee liqueur 
Yes. From Lockhouse Distillery is like a uh, a virtual ray of sunshine. Really? It's, mm-hmm. it's that it's that bright. Yes. Really. It, it's you know my future is so bright. I've got to wear shades, but yes. I should probably be wearing shades while I sip my iced coffee with coffee liqueur from our friends at Lockport Distilleries. Lockport, where are they located? Sorry, Lockhouse Distilleries. Lock, sorry, I, Lockhouse. I, I, Lockport, <laughs> New York is like outside of Rochester. I used to recruit there a lot ah. when I was a college coach. This uh, distillery is in Buffalo, New York. And it's called Lockhouse Distillery. Aha. And they make a variety of spirits, vodka, gin, barrel-aged gin, uh, uh-huh. coffee liqueur, uh, and something called Ginnaman, mm. which is, I believe, um, kind of like drinking Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I bet. Without the, uh, without the, sh- the shrimp tails. Huh? Or, or drinking a Cinnabon. So yes, it's uh, cinnamon gin. Interesting. Yeah, my my wife likes gin. She likes a gin and tonic, especially in the summertime. I will have to check out the Lockhouse barreled gin. That sounds barrel aged gin sounds really. So, good. Um, didn't Snoop? Isn't Snoop a big gin fan? I yeah, mean, you're this, such a rap aficionado. Oh, gin and juice is one of my absolute oh. favorite from Snoop Dogg. So speaking of <laughs> rap songs and lyrics, yes, uh, I want to alert all of our listeners, hashtag trigger warning, we have a new segment on the show. We do? It's called Rennie Reads. No, we're not going to do this, are we? Yes, we are doing this. <laughs> I choose a song or our listeners choose a song and you will read the lyrics without the music. As if you were, say, a hipster poet with a man bun and a beret in your skinny jeans reading in a coffee house while drinking bottom gun coffee. Well, okay. you know, a hipster in a coffee house probably wouldn't drink bottom gun coffee, but go oh, with me on this. I'm with you on this. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're reading a poem. It's going to be called Rennie Reads, folks. And if you would like to submit a song, just send it to the podcast. Uh, what is it? The X Factor Podcast at gmail.com, I believe, is our inbox. You can also yes, it is. message us on our social media accounts. Um, or maybe even just leave a voicemail on our podcast page and, and say, hey, um, this is P1 listener um, Jose Cuervo. Cuervo. And I would like to hear John. Rennie Reed. I would like to hear Rennie Reed, my favorite Missy Elliott song, My Neck, My Back, or whatever that song's titled. Anyway, um, uh, I am going to have so much fun with this. No, because I there's so many wait. bad songs out there. Like, I, How do you know? I would, you don't know that I would do that to you. I Yeah. This is I'll Be Gentle. It's your first time. Yeah, okay. I'll be, I promise I'll be gentle. Even the lyrics to Gin and Juice are pretty bad for me to read on uh, on air. So, I mean, I'm worried about, like, you know, Joe Rogan got in a lot of trouble for uh, using the N-word. And a lot of songs that you may pick have that in there. So I have to be very careful to be avoid that like the plague. 
So I would not do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. You should know I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah. I know what song you're going to pick. No, you don't. You it's think gonna be a you Car- know. It's going to be a Cardi B song. You think you know. You don't know. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I'm looking up the lyrics now. See? Oh, yeah. See? No. I can't do it. <laughs> so anyway, that's not the song. Okay, good. Um, I'm going old school. All right. Old school Old fine. school on your ass, JR. Go, to, go old school. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, we're here to talk about these superb owl songs. Yeah, the commercials, commercial <laughs> songs, commercial, same thing. Yeah, no, the commercials at the big game um, for 2022, you know, we watched them with the intent to find who had the X Factor, which which commercial had the X Factor. And um, I don't know, what's your first impressions there, Coach? Uh, my first impression is I spent uh, every commercial break when I wasn't getting up to get food or uh, peeing uh, in the bathroom, I spent every commercial break waiting to be whelmed. Yeah. And I was never whelmed. I mean, I was underwhelmed. I was never, I certainly wasn't overwhelmed. Yeah. And by any of them. That's the thing that got me. There was one that we both liked, though. Yes, yes. But what got me is the amount of money, $6.5 million for a 30-second ad. So that meant a minute ad is a $13 million, you know, expenditure for a company. And yeah, I'm, I wouldn't I'm, call it an investment. I would not call it an investment. And I'm a, I'm a business owner. And I my brain, and I know we're a small business. My, my brain you own a business? I do, yeah. What's the name of your business? I didn't know this. <laughs> it's called Peak Demand. It's a manufacturing business. Where can I learn more about that? company at peakdemand.com and who do you sell to like what types of stuff and who do you sell to we make products for electric utilities and we sell to utilities around the country so okay so if like you're a utility company somewhere in the united states you might want to go to peakdemand.com and yeah replace your vendor you're frustrated with with john rennie's company and support a small business absolutely Absolutely. in a small town yeah, and we do. We sell to a lot of small towns around the country, and they like us because we we answer the phone, we take care of them, and um, we don't uh, you know put them through the corporate ringer as far as like complexities and hard. You know, we're easy to do business with. We're very experienced. Oh, you're easy. You're very easy. <laughs> we ship quickly. All that fun stuff. But yeah, but um, no, I don't have six point five million dollars to spend on a Super Bowl commercial. If you did, ah, I, I would, said it. I would strongly Super advise you. Superb owl commercial. Yes, I would strongly advise you not to do to do that. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know, I mean, so here's the deal: if you're going to spend money on a commercial, right, and you want eyeballs on that commercial, probably the Super Bowl. Sorry, the big game is the best time to do it, right? People are so actually in the last three watching. episodes. How many times <laughs> have you said the word you're not allowed to say? I've lost track. It was we're only in the double four. digits. It was only four last time and three so far this time. So and we're like a couple of minutes in today, and you're at three already. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but 
you know, everybody. So, so here's the deal. Everybody's streaming. Right? Everybody's streaming their Netflix and their Amazon Prime and all this Disney Plus. Nobody's people are trying to avoid commercials. So yep. when's the pro, when's the best time to get eyeballs on your ad? Well, it's it's usually sporting events because that's because it's live and it's typically not streamed. And so it's it's it makes sense to put your money where the eyeballs are going to be because nobody's watching CBS sitcoms right now. It's Maybe the one event all year people who don't even like the event yes. will watch just to watch the commercials. Like there are some people who don't watch the game for the game, the big game, or, yeah. or the owl, the superb owl. Uh, they'll watch that event yes. just to watch the commercials. Well, yeah, and especially when you don't have a dog in the fight. Like, not, you know, my favorite team was Owl, owl. Owl. You don't have an owl in the fight. I, I don't. I didn't it's have a show an owl. about birds. I didn't have an owl in the fight, so I wanted to see the commercials. I wanted to see what our business is spending six point five million dollars on, and I. I don't know. I. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. You know, there was some. There's a lot of celebrities, and I'm not a big celebrity person, so I didn't know who some of these. You're Mister Pop Culture. Who are you kidding? I'm pop, I'm pop something, but it's not culture. Uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was one, in one for for electric trucks or electric cars. Or, no, it was a BMW, I think it was. And um, he played. Are you sure, it wasn't the chopper. No, it was a. It, it wasn't the chopper. Yeah, and it just wasn't funny. Like you, you're gonna you're gonna hire you know schwarzenegger there's a lot of funny things you can do with that and i just didn't think it was funny he's like zeus and he's like got a he's got lightning in his finger yeah and i bought you an electric car i didn't get it wasn't that funny uh, I, you, that's not the first time i've heard that i believe his housekeeper said that <laughs> about him i think you're right i think you're right uh and then um there was one they, you know, one website, the Thrillist.com. Thrillist.com said the number one ad they thought was the Chevrolet ad where it was some sort of electric truck driving through. And I didn't understand who the person was driving and, and what the significance was. But apparently it's it paid tribute to the Sopranos because they this person drove the same way the, the guy in the Sopranos did. So you would have to be a Sopranos fan to even get it. I didn't get it. I didn't. I'm not a Sopranos fan. So I didn't. I didn't get that. And it was. Um, and I mean, how I, many car? How many different uh, car manufacturers had commercials? Nissan, GM, Nissan, right? yeah, yeah, BMW. Uh, BMW was with the electric. It was yeah. like the year of the the car on this thing. Toyota yeah, had one. Yes, they did. Yeah, they had a truck one. Um, There's a gas company that had one. Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> yes, Taco Bell had one, yes. Yeah. Um, and then um, who else? Yeah, those were the car commercials. I think that was it. Um, right. But the did you see the one with the, the, for Bic lighters with um, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart? I did. I missed this one live, but I've watched it since. It's pretty good. It's, it's somewhat humorous. Have you seen that one? Uh, I saw it and I don't remember it. I just remember Snoop lighting up, right? Didn't he light something up? Yeah. So it's a it's a light. It's got a lighter that's got a little extension on it. Martha Stewart's saying, "Oh, you can use it for all sorts of things." And Snoop's kind of implying, like, you know, my favorite hobby. She's like, "Yeah, I like lighting candles and lighting 
fire. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she like cooking a turkey or something? Yeah, she yeah, yeah. exactly. He's she walks, he Snoop walks in and sees all the smoke. He's like, Oh, Martha. And he's like, What? I'm just smoking a turkey. And uh it's kind of cute. I mean, they've been the two of them have been playing off each other because they both um yeah, I don't know. And he did the halftime show, so Snoop like had yeah. a strong presence at the big game. But, yeah, I, I would say that big commercial was a lot like what we expect from a humorous commercial. Do you even need to do that at this point in your brand's lifetime if you're Bic? If you're buying a lighter, you're either buying a Bic lighter or a Zippo lighter, right? Like, is there name another brand lighter that you would buy? Why? Yeah, and why six point five million for that? And, yeah. and and that's just to, to get the add on, not to pay Snoop and Martha Stewart. How much did they pay them to do a, a silly commercial about a disposable lighter? Yep. Don't get it. I, I, I don't, again, from a business standpoint, are you going to get bang for the buck for that? You know, I mean, and, and what, like you said, where, where am I going to find a lighter? Well, at, at every 7-Eleven, at every Sheets, at every, you know. Wawa. Wawa. There's going to be lighters there. And typically there's a Bic lighter. Yep. Because that's, I would assume, the most popular and Zippo may be the second. Fun fact, you know where Zippo is located? I should know this. Uh, it's like New York, Pennsylvania. Yeah, like Olean, New York area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Southern okay. tier New York. Not too far from Lockhouse Distillery in Buffalo, New York. Yes. So are, is Lockhouse going to eventually sponsor the show? That's the question. It, it, I think they kind of are. If I'm ah. if I'm prefacing um, saying this by saying no free shout outs, then you're not sponsoring whatever we're talking about. Right, right. But if I just say what we say, then you're sponsoring the show. So, um, yeah, you should, I, I think you should be getting a care package in the mail soon. Oh, that's a ray of sunshine in my life. That's for It sure. really is. Yeah. 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 So um, you liked the Budweiser commercial, right? I remember you telling me that. Yeah. So after, I'm, I'm after missing- the, yeah what event was it <laughs> the superb owl event oh, okay. big game um i'm trying to yeah, bait we, you into saying the wrong thing so we have to bleep it out right we we all want to see a good budweiser commercial and and i missed it um and it must have been the second half because i think i turned off the game at some point but um yeah there's a there was a good um budweiser ad with a injured clydesdale and a dog kind of a little puppy, not a puppy, but a full-size dog kind of making sure that this, this um, Clydesdale got better. And at the end it was, you know, we're down, but we're not out. It was sort of like an expression about post COVID. And I thought it was actually a good commercial. I mean, again, was the dog wearing a mask? <laughs> no. <laughs> was the Clydesdale? Was the oh. dog, so the Clydesdale was injured. Was the dog giving the Clydesdale ivermectin because, well, it's horse dewormer. It is horse dewormer. I didn't out, see Out, but that. not out. The, the horse might need ivermectin. I didn't see that uh, part of it. Maybe I missed that part in the ad, but it could have been in the background. So, so uh, what? why'd you like it? Seriously. Oh, it it just tugged at your heart's our heartstrings because the 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 um, Clydesdale injured his leg, and and the owners they don't say anything, but they're looking at the horse like we're gonna have to shoot that horse, and then the dog's like, you know, uh oh, you know, like sort of figure. Hell out. no, this isn't an Elmer's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, 
Yeah, it, 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 and it actually with, you know, chin up, chest out is sort of the, you know, move forward, that kind of theme. It's like we're down, you could be down, but not out. And I, I think it's a good message. Uh, it's a good message for the country right now. We're down. Yeah. To but. your point, like when you think of Budweiser. Yeah. You probably think of. Frogs. Well, uh, when you think of Budweiser beer, you know, you don't think of like. Top shelf beer, if there is such a thing. You don't think of premium beer. Right. You know, it's red, white, and blue can. You got Bud Light, Bud Heavy. It's American beer, American yeah. game. Uh, but beyond that, like where Budweiser has really absolutely nailed it with the uh, superb owl, yeah. uh, is commercials that make you feel something. Yeah. 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 This, and and this one does. Year this in does. and year out, you know, this is one of those where if they didn't have a commercial, your absence is noticed more than your presence if you're Budweiser on Superb Owl Sunday because yeah. we can't say the real day. Um, but they nail it with making you feel something. And when you involve more of the senses in your advertising, your marketing, it becomes more memorable. Yeah. And like people who don't drink beer, who don't like beer, Love the Budweiser commercials. Yeah, yeah. You know, they well, just th earn brand equity by making you feel something. Well, and it's, you know, and again, they've stuck with the Clydesdale theme, which has been part of their brand for so long, right? They're so, not horsing around. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, and what's interesting is, okay, if it pulls at your heartstring and you know it's a Budweiser commercial because there's Clydesdales involved. My problem is with a lot of commercials that, that try to pull at your heartstrings is they tell a little story. And at the end, you know, it has a happy ending, conclusion, happy conclusion. And you don't know what the brand is. I was going to say, this is not, you know, it's not Bob Craft commercial. No, it's not for craft industries, right? Um, yeah, but you don't even know what the brand is. You're like, what was that? Yep. I have no idea what that brand was. Like yeah, the you brand name is lost behind. And people will say even, I like that commercial. What was it for? I have no idea. But at least, you know, when they tug at your heartstrings, they're, they're you know, you know it's their brand because there's a Clydesdale involved and no one else does a Clydesdale like, you know, like Budweiser. So it's consistent with their brand. So if you're going to pull at someone's heartstrings, tell, tell a story that's consistent with your brand, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, the um, the ones that does a really good job, is it uh, – Oh, is it is it Dos Equis that does it uh, uh, where they tell like a story of like a boxer who came from Mexico and did, you know, and, and uh, the most uh, interesting man in the world. Yeah, no, those those were good, too. But no, they're, they're ones that show like hey, I don't know if you've ever seen them. They usually tell a little story about someone who came, you know, like an immigrant who came overcame whatever and did this and just like great right. beer. Yeah, yeah, they, they're good commercial. I think they're Dos Equis or they're. Is it Modelo? Uh, You're thinking of Modelo? Modelo, yeah, Modelo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, those are good commercials. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they weren't in the superb owl. No, there were no superb Modelo commercials. No. Um, no. On a superb Sunday. But, you know, the one commercial, like, it was it Sesame Street that does the one of these things is not like the other one? Of, yes, yes. Jingle, Sesame, right? Sesame Street, yeah. yeah. Um, there was one commercial that was not like the others. There was one commercial that was weird, I have to say. And weird wins. We know this. 
Uh, you read that in a book somewhere. Stadium status. Available <laughs> wherever books are sold, but mostly just on Coach Brew's website. Coach Go to stadiumstatusbook.com. Which, by the way, is a great book. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. Coinbase. That was yep. the ad. It was a full minute ad. So we're talking $13 million, likely 12 to $13 million. And what was it, Coach? It was a QR code bouncing around the screen. And what music kind was it? Kind of slowly. And there was no sound, right? Right. And Coinbase is a cryptocurrency, essentially, um, I don't even know what you call it, bank? Yeah. Or uh, depository? Like, yeah. A place you where you can. Dollars into crypto. Yep. Convert. Yeah. Coinbase. Yeah. Um, so, what was interesting about it was to me, like, it was memorable because it didn't feel like a commercial. All the other commercials felt like a commercial. Yeah. A lot of people initially were like, what the hell's wrong with my TV? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it had that same effect as like when you're watching something on Netflix and then all of a sudden you get that spinning little wheel of doom where it's like loading and buffering or whatever. Buffering. And you're yes, like, oh, I hate, crap, right I now? <laughs> Shit, really? And then it comes back. So it kind of had that same, what do they call it, pattern interrupt where yeah, it gets yeah. your attention. It got your attention without sound as opposed to most yeah. commercials where the audio and the commercials is louder than the game or the show itself to get your attention. So they did more with less. That's what I liked about it. I'm not a big crypto guy, but yeah. I like the, the strategy behind what they did. And at the same time, they were very, very stupid. Yeah, well, um, I, I don't know if you know this, but their servers crashed. Uh, yes, that's why they were very, very stupid. Yeah. So they got so many people clicking on the QR code that their servers ended up crashing and people got a 404 error when they were trying to find out what this QR code was. Yep. But um, still smart, you know, bouncing this QR code because you everyone instantly recognized it was a QR code. And the fact and the longer the commercial went on, I'm sure people went with their phones up to the screen and said, what, what is what is that QR code? What is going on here? And they left it up there for a minute. So uh I, I didn't. I knew what was going on. Yeah. But um Well, you're savvy like that. No, I mean I knew that, that they were you're, just trying you're to a get wise, cagey old veteran. Yeah, well, I didn't care what the QR code was. I'm I i do not have I got things to do, you know. I don't yeah. have time for this. <laughs> but so, um it's supposed to, it was supposed to look like an old DV, DVD screensaver. Yes. You know, the old, yeah, that's what it was supposed to look like. And um And it did. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. So, well, so anyways, they did have they had, did have some problems with their servers, but uh, the installs, the number of people who've installed their their app was up three hundred nine percent week over week from the prior week uh, before the Super Bowl, and then the day uh, the following week it was up another two eighty six from from well, you know why uh, right there's, what's that you know why right why is that. Because everyone was talking about it. Oh no, no, yeah, no. So, so yeah, go so, back and find it on YouTube or whatever. Right, right. So, so they, do get, 
a lot more people download their app based on the commercial, according yeah. to these numbers, uh, 300 times, 300% more uh, than they normally have. So, and, and, and it became something that people talked about, right? Um, you know, Which remember- is ultimately, I think, what saved them because yeah, yeah. not have enough bandwidth in your hosting. Yeah, yeah. Like, like whoever handles your website and your marketing, they were not they were not on the same page because yeah. anytime you're going to be on that big a platform, you know, it reminds me of my friend Travis Perry when he was on Shark Tank. Um, so he invented this gadget that goes on the neck of your guitar that teaches you how to play chords. It's called the Chord Buddy. And he, he went on Shark Tank, Robert Jurgovic, um, however you say his last name, yeah. ended up investing in him, but it blew up his website. Yeah. Now, what they did was they went and doubled the amount of bandwidth. Uh, his web person doubled the amount of bandwidth their website had uh, before his Shark Tank appearance. Yeah. Still wasn't anywhere close to enough. I asked him about it. I'm like, if you had you had a mulligan, you could do this over. What would you do? He's like, my web guy said we need to do like seven or eight times as much bandwidth to accommodate all the traffic. And that's from an episode of Shark Tank. So you think about what Coinbase had for bandwidth. And they were doing a uh, halftime commercial. Was it halftime? No, it was not halftime. It It was was commercial during the big game. It was during Which had the first more time. eyeballs on it than any other event typically yeah. all year. It was on the it was in the first half, which is probably where you want to be just in case the you know the game becomes a blowout and people yep. you know, leave the party. So you want to be in the first half. So I imagine that's more expensive. So they were in the first half. They took a minute ad, they went no sound, they bounced this thing around the screen, and everybody's talking about it. You know, we say be different or be invisible. So X Factor commercial? It's gotta be an X Factor commercial. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. It wasn't funny. It didn't strike me as, hey, you know, it's funny because we say be different or be invisible. Well, what what is what we wanted to see was funny. Well, that's not different. That's the same. That's what yeah. everybody's been doing for years. We're this talking was, about it. So like by that standard, whether we liked it or not, it has to be X Factor. We are talking about it and not yep. another commercial. Yeah, and that's uh, that's that that's has to be the case. Then it has this to be is one of those rare occasions, Jr., where you and I agree. Yeah, the rest was just this noise. Is we, this is it. I mean, <clears throat> it's a great episode. We, um, yeah, we agree on this, and we agree that we like Lockhouse Distillery products. And if you're interested in their products, you go you to Lockhouse go LockhouseDistillery.com. Absolutely, and you can get a bunch of different spirits. I'm excited about this. I'm waiting for my package in the mail. So we got. Vodka, gin, barrel-aged gin, cinnamon, 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 revolution coffee liqueur, which is what you've got, sakura gin, ipsico bitter liquor, and amaro. I don't know what amaro is, but looks yeah, good. Lockhouse Distillery. It's available in the following states, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, and the District of Columbia. Uh, may or may not be available in D.C. because, uh, you know, if Nancy Pelosi's in town, she's probably drinking it at all. He's got all the gin locked up. Yeah. Did you so, see her at the, uh, at the speech? Oh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this with you. That was really Ooh. weird. 
You ever see like a little how weird and creepy is that? She's like Cruella Deville. Yeah, that was really really creepy. Yeah, I don't know. That was all I know. Jr. Is you know what time it is? Take a look at your watch. Yep. It's time for Rennie Reads. Oh, no, I thought it was like I thought it was going to be a future episode. <laughs> oh no, here it comes. Oh, you're going to make me read this, aren't you? Yeah, we need first of all when uh, our producer edits this, we need special Rennie Reads intro music to play over this, some sort of graphic of you like yelling at kids to get off your lawn, I think would be perfect because well, you are pop culture, pop being pops, the old guy. I am definitely the old guy, and I do not know pop culture at all. Except and then for- what we can do is we can play the song Yeah, for everyone after Rennie reads. Ah, we're going to need a producer. At some point, we're going to need a producer. <laughs> it's yeah. beyond my skill sets. Uh, so you want me to read this? I mean, that is... The uh, the premise. <clears throat> All right, let me see what this. Let me see if I can get it. And I got to read it like a like a hipster, or it doesn't matter. All right, I've been really trying, baby, trying to hold back these feelings for so long. And if you feel like I feel, baby, come on, oh come on, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. We're all sensitive people with so so much love to give us the dumbest thing we've ever done. Understand me, sugar, since we got to be, let's say, I love you. There's, There's nothing wrong with me loving you and giving yourself to me can never be wrong. If the love is true, don't you know how sweet and wonderful life can be? I'm asking you, baby, to get it on with me. I ain't going to worry. I ain't going to push. So come on, come on, come on, come on, baby. Stop beating around the bush. This is like an R&B baby. It's cold outside, kind (laughs) of, right? It really is. Yeah, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Yeah. Marvin, so do you know who that is? Marvin Gaye, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I know the song. I, I bet you the, do. I didn't know the ly- lyrics other than "Let's Get It On." <laughs> oh, oh you? sorry about that. that? Yeah, it's Marvin Gaye calling. You sound nothing like him. No, not at all. I, you reading that is like a crime against humanity. It really uh, is. It's terrible. <laughs> great song. You thought you see, we were gentle with you for yeah. your first time of Rennie Reads. Rennie Reads. You Reed. thought it was gonna be much worse. Yes. Yeah. Not to worry, the next one will be worse. <laughs> you just dipped your toe in the water and now yeah. Please no Cardi B songs. <laughs> so folks, stick with us. It gets better. <laughs> and by better I mean much worse. Well that's that's about as bad as it can be, yeah. So we won't um, do Cardi B. We'll do like Missy Elliott. <laughs> no. 
know. Maybe uh, I think we've uh, lost her as, as a listener. You like Dua Lipa? That's your favorite artist? Is that what you yeah. said? Dua Lipa, yeah. Mm. Is that how you pronounce it? I thought it was Dua Lipa. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So one one ad we didn't talk about, which I thought was decent, not a great yes. ad, but decent, was um, there was a Hellman's mayonnaise commercial, and they had Gerard Mayo tackling people. Do you see that one? Last name? Mayo. Ah, okay. Yeah, Gerard Mayo. He's a linebacker for the New England Patriots. But it was reminiscent of a, a Super Bowl ad I really like. And I think it was just sort of a carbon copy. And I went back and looked at that original ad, which was, I think it was a takeoff, a spinoff. Yeah, of, it was a spoof. A, yeah, it was a spinoff of the old Terry Tate uh, commercial, which was in uh, 2003. The uh, Reebok did the, the office linebacker, Terry Tate, the office linebacker. Now that... That was a funny commercial, and if you didn't they do a reboot of that like a couple of years later, maybe yeah, they ended up like running a bunch of different like short like <clears throat> it wasn't quite a series, but they did a bunch of short stories with Terry, and they're all on YouTube, and it's hilarious. Yeah, and they're yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you look at the Gerard Mayo um, uh, Hellman's commercial, it's he's tackling people, but he's fairly gentle. If you look at that old Terry Tate commercial, why thing, is he tackling them? Uh, because they're, it's, it's, they're tackling food waste. So people are throwing away an old avocado and he tackles them. Hey, you can make salsa with that or something. So it's, I don't know, weird. That was a weird commercial for, for mayonnaise, but, okay. but it made me think of the Terry Tate commercial, which is very funny and very good. Um, yeah. So like, it was interesting, but you watched a Hellman's mayonnaise commercial with a former yeah. New England Patriot last name Mayo. Right. And Reebok got all the branding in your mind. Oh, 100%. I, yeah. it, was, it was exactly the same ad as as the Reebok uh, Terry Tate. I mean, it was, you know, in, in that one, Terry Tate's running around tackling people in an office setting for for violating office rules, like not refilling the coffee pot or not putting a cover on your TPS report. You know, mm-hmm. he's but in this one, they're tackling people for food waste. Mm-hmm. 2022 kind of sucks compared to what 2003 was. Just my I agree. humble doesn't, opinion doesn't fit my narrative either. No, tackling people for food waste. I don't know. He throws throws out a couple pieces of bread and they tackle him. So you can make toast out of that. It's a, it's a heel, dude. I mean, who are you anyway tackling yeah. me in my house? <laughs> yeah, no, I was not a fan. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know what I am a fan of, though? Richard Childress? No, but I, that's interesting. I didn't expect that answer. Okay. Race cars, right? He sent... A million rounds of ammunition to the Ukraine today. And he's from North Carolina, much like yourself. What, did he just go to his garage? He's like, hey, you know, I got to do something to help. Hold on. Well, he's a NASCAR guy. He's like, boys. <laughs> boys, how much <laughs> Bring we got? Bring ammo. We're going <laughs> to ship it over to that there, Ukraine. I got a couple million rounds from the Obama years. I don't know why the hell Crane needs ammo, but we're going to send it to that Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> really? So That's- fascinating that like 
the private sector is doing way more to support the Ukraine than NATO or our government. Yeah, well. Anyway, I thought maybe that's who you were a fan of. But tell us, JR, who are you a fan of? Brandon? No, Bottom Gun Coffee. Yes. Big fan. I love them. They're great. It's great coffee. I had some this morning um, on my way. I... I, I I talked to high school students this morning. I was doing a little. They let you within five hundred feet of an educational institution. Yes. Yeah. When was the restraining order uplifted? Just recently, actually, wow. which is nice. Yeah. Well, so. that's right. It does say acquitted on your new <laughs> business cards. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah. So now I was taught. I was at. I had what my bottom school? gun coffee as I was talking to high school seniors today about um, life. What high school? Uh, uh, Trinity Academy of Raleigh, where my wife used to teach. So, ah. and they have shout a program. Valerie Rennie. Yeah, shout out to my wife, Valerie. Yeah, no, they're doing a really cool program. It's called the Strenuous Course, and they're teaching these. It's, it's all boys, so senior boys like teaching them how to lift heavy weights. That's part of it. So the skills that they need to be an adult. So they're teaching them things like changing oil. Um, you know, Chugging how do you work out? <laughs> yes, actually. Snorting it, whatever it takes. But there's fitness things involved. There's um there's uh you know definite things that they're they have to read books. They it's kind of interesting. So it's all it based read on books in high school. I know it's crazy, but it's all based around uh wow. the strenuous the strenuous life from Teddy Roosevelt's speech. And it's kind of interesting. So I went and talked about I, my theme of my presentation was don't be a nub. And in the submarine world, a nub is a non-useful body. So that was my presentation, which is don't be a nub. And uh, they liked it. It was good. You know, I think of when I hear the word strenuous. <laughs> um, Lockhouse Distillery? No. Okay. What do you think good of? Shout out, though. I'm sure yeah. they appreciate that. I think of Commander Joanne Galloway. Remember, Joanne Galloway. Don't remember the name. Your Honor, we object. Your Honor, we strenuously object. Oh, is that how it works? You object, but no, 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 wait. That denied objection denied. Okay, we strenuously object from a few good men. Remember that? Kevin Pollack absolutely rips Demi Moore for, quote, strenuously objecting. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He practically right. had the judge saying he was an expert on the stand. Yeah, yeah. So when I hear the word strenuous, that's, yeah. the, that's the one thing I always think of. Oh, that's good. Strenuously object. Uh, I think of Teddy Roosevelt, so. But I'm kind of a fan of him. Big fan. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, it's good that they're teaching. It's called the strenuous course, and they're making all the senior boys go through it for an entire year. They learn all sorts of different skills and stuff. And they listen from uh, to people like me that that are old. So after you uh, talk to them, did you have a deadlifting contest with them? Uh, no, but uh, I made sure That's to next work. Week? Is that next week in the curriculum? I made sure to flex when I was up there to show them that I was bigger than they were. They was. They are. They is. They are. They were, was, is, are. <laughs> I I are an engineer. That's the problem. So it's good. You were talking to a high school. Yeah. No, it's fun. I usually talk to colleges. First time I talked to a high school, but they were good. Good, they're good, very attentive group. Um, but I enjoyed it. 
But shout out, shout out to Adderall. <laughs> they were attentive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Coach Brew. Yes, sir. Completely off the topic. <clears throat> you've got some some books coming out or a book coming out someday. And I want to hear about it someday, but not today. But not today. But I have a book. I don't know what out. you're talking about. Well, I was going to say that I, I know that you're working on one, but I'm working on one and it's done. I have this a book. is the one I ordered five years ago. Not five. I pre-ordered years. it five years ago. Well, good because that that means you're in. You, you've, your name is in the hat for this contest we're going to have. So I won a prize. What prize did I win for pre-ordering half a dozen copies five years ago? Well, you're in. Your name is in the drawing for one of these. Ah, nice. It's a flag from the Sasquatch flag company from my friend. He's Sasquatch. real, Sasquatch. He is, and he makes flags. Yeah. I mean, but what my the hell book else was... are you going to do alone in the woods? Get all that wood. Yeah, what are you going to do with morning wood? Or afternoon or evening. True. So, we... yeah, you got a new book coming out. Book. I don't. You do. What's it called? Called You Have the Watch. Who has the watch? You do. I have the watch? No, that's my other book. I have the watch. Yes. My new book is You Have the Watch. Did I write the forward to this book? No. There is no forward. Okay. Is there an afterword? There is, yes. Or just a word word? It's an afterword. And I spelled afterword correctly. Not, not after, afterwards. Not afterwords. <laughs> so. You know what's afterwords? The back cover. The That's back cover. Afterwords. <laughs> no, you That's know, actually, cool. when so I wrote what my first this? book. What's that? What is this? Oh, it's it's different. It's it's a guided journal for leaders that they can have on their desk for a year. There's 50 themes they go through, and there's every day is a different facet of that theme. So instead of 52 weeks, we do 50 weeks, allow you to have two weeks off in a year. But it takes yeah. you through a lot of themes. It's a guided journal. You read and reflect on a, that leadership topic for the day and for the week. So nice. Yeah, it's at uh, youhavethewatch.com. It'll be uh, out in March. What is the watch.com? You have the watch.com. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. And people can pre order it like I did five years ago. Wasn't five years ago, but yes, you can. It you was can order close. It. it was, it was a while ago. It was, I pre ordered to- it when I was still in my old office, which is yes. two years ago. <laughs> well, but see, here's, here's the thing before COVID. I moved into this palatial estate. We had this global pandemic, which slowed my progress. <laughs> That's my excuse. Ask me how many books I wrote during the pandemic and released. You wrote three, right? Yeah. Shame on you, JR. Well, but I, I just released one a year, not less than a year ago. You did. I'll give you credit for that. So I, I launched one already during the pandemic. The other one took and whose a- idea was the cover design for you of the watch? Because it's beautiful. I think you helped. Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to look like a like a log book on a ship. Yep. Captain's log, stardate. <laughs> stardate now. 2022. Yeah, I think it came out good. Um uh, getting all the layout done and we'll see how that goes. Cool. I feel bad. I'd feel bad for the layout guy because it's like 
it's a, you know, most books, it's pretty straightforward. This has got quotes and lines and he's got a lot of work to do. So you got to have lines for people to color inside. Yeah, no, absolutely. So are there like word finds, crosswords? No, uh, just jumble. No, just just I mean, you said it was a workbook. Those are the things I immediately think of when I hear workbook. Yeah, no, it's more just read and reflect and write and questions. Sudoku? There's no Sudoku. No. No, I had a big Sudoku earlier today. Must have been what I had for dinner last night. Wow. Coffee and a bran muffin will do that to a man. Yes, it will. Yes. Uh, so. As we digress. UhaveTheWatch.com is the place to go. UhaveTheWatch.com. New book coming out. Right. Yeah. And uh, pre-orders. Everybody who pre-orders gets uh, gets their name in a hat for grand prize being a card flag. Second second um, prize right now, we got a $50 um I think it's $50 pack from the uh, Sheepdog Soap Company. So it's $50 like soap and cool stuff. Nice. So I'm really enjoying my uh, pumpkin spice latte soap you got me for my <laughs> Christmas present. The big ass bar of soap? It is huge. <laughs> it's huge. Just... It is. Um, you know, to give people a sense of how big it is, it's like this a bar of soap that's like the size of a can of beer. Yeah, it's like the size it's of a like brick. It's like a rectangular can of beer that you're bathing with. It's almost as big as like a brick, like a real yeah. brick. Yes, yeah. legitimately. Yeah, you almost can't hold it in your hand when you're using it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't have a whole lot of hair left. I don't bother with shampoo. I just like put soap in my hair. So yeah. I just take the bar of soap and I just go like this. I hold <laughs> it with two hands. I just run it across the top and the front and the back of my head. Nice. Nice. Why not? And then I smell like a pumpkin spice latte, which yeah. is love and makes everyone happy. Yeah. Yeah. Did I so, tell you, did I tell you my problem post COVID? No. Did I tell you I have a superpower now that I didn't have before COVID? Oh, really? Yeah. So I, wow. uh, I had, I had the original Wuhan, Wuhan. If it lasts more than six hours, you should call a physician. That's what my wife said, but um, it has. It's lasted the whole time. So um, so I had the original Wuhan strain, right? So this was back in first year was what, 2020? Yeah, 2020, December. It always is. 2020, December, I got I got COVID. Um, I, and the only reason I knew is I couldn't smell my coffee that morning. I lost my smell for five days, got my smell back. That was really the only, I had a minor cold, but that was about it isolated for 10 days and then went back to my normal life right so but when my smell came back it came back stronger like i i have super scent ability now i have a i have like bionic scent i can smell everybody's soap perfume cologne baby powder cigarette smoke pipe smoke I can smell everything. It is the weirdest thing, coach. It's not good. I wish I didn't have the superpower. I wish I had like x-ray vision or something, but instead I have. There's a word for that. <laughs> There's a word for it? It's called hyperosmia. I have hyperosmia. Hyperosmia is um, the heightened sense of smell. It can happen consistently or during certain periods of time. Okay. Strong odors might be overwhelming and make you feel nauseated. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I noticed that it was a thing, and, and and just over time, I realized like 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 I'll be at church and some lady will give me a hug, and I'll say to my wife, "Did you smell all that baby powder?" She goes, "What are you talking about?" It's like she was covered in baby powder. She's like, "I didn't smell a thing." I'm like, "Oh shoot, that guy was. Did you smell? He smelled like uh, cigarette smoke." And she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So, anyways, I figured I've learned that I have a superpower now. So, thanks to uh, the uh, Wuhan lab, I have like you know, bit by a spider, and then you have like spider senses. I have super smell power thanks to the Wuhan bat lab. Speaking of uh, speaking of that, you know yeah. why they don't play baseball in China? No, why, coach? Because they ate all the bats. <laughs> I love it. That's great. That's great. I love it. Dad and jokes. That's dad jokes. Yeah. There was some, uh, I noticed there was some conversation on Twitter about dad jokes and uh, uh, Chief Chuck. Chief Chuck. Shout uh, out to Chief. We got to get Chief Chuck on the show and do X Factor dad jokes. Now, actually, you know, it's not something we covered. We've never covered X Factor dad jokes. So. We never covered X Factor jokes, have we? No, we haven't. We need to cover something. <laughs> we should keep it all this covered. Is like the eighty percent, right? We're devolving into the eighty or then was it ninety percent? Yeah, ninety percent of the show is useless, and you get to the ten yeah. percent nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Shout we could do limericks. Yeah. We could do uh, uh, X Factor limericks with the word Nantucket in it. X Factor um, nuggets. I'm taking chicken. <laughs> What else is there? Gold? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Isn't there a – there's a, a basketball team, right? Denver. Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. If they're even still around. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, this was X Factor Superb Owl commercials. Yes. Fascinating. Yep. Not quite as fascinating as the first installment of Rennie Reed's. Brought to you by Mr. Old Man Pop Culture himself. But at least uh, I that'll did. heat up next week. I'm telling you, it's going to heat I up. Knew, at least I knew that song and I knew the artist. I'm sure. It, I thought it was Barry White. So I was Googling Barry uh, White, let's yeah. get it on. I'm yeah. like, why can't I find this damn thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got it. I guessed it right. Oh, you're good. Yeah. yeah. No, I was playing that this weekend. So I know. Sweet. All right, so what do we want people to do besides go to LockhouseDistillery.com and order them some refreshments and go to Bottom Gun Coffee and yep. order them? Let's see, these two things pair nicely together. We are co-branding. Yeah. Um, why? Because um, my co-host is a, uh, a sailor. And what happens? A rising tide raises all ships, folks. You get yourself some Bottom Gun Coffee. You put some of the Lock House Distillery Coffee liqueur in there. Uh, and you make yourself a refreshment. There you Hot go. or cold. Adult refreshment, yes. Hmm? <clears throat> yeah. Now, so besides all that, what do we want people to do? Those are the important ones. Well, you know, for us at least, it helps if you like this. If you share it, you leave yeah. a review. When you share it, use the hashtag cancel Rennie. Why? <laughs> Hashtag cancel Rennie when you share it. Yeah. Sure. You could do that. Yeah. Or you can Rennie read. I heard he was culturally appropriating Marvin Gaye songs. <laughs> yes. You could uh, hashtag Rennie Reads. We could take that too. Yep. Well, yeah. No, but share this episode on on Twitter, share it on your social media, like it, you know, tell people about it. It certainly all helps. 
If you're watching it on YouTube, I want you to uh, subscribe, little button, and uh, jingle the notification bell so you get an alert every time we drop new content. And uh, leave a comment and tell all your friends to do the same thing we just told all of you to go do on all those platforms. Do it all. You've got nothing else better going on. And we're about to enter World War III. Uh, we're going to get nuked. The world is going to end. So you may as well do us a solid and just share this thing up Yeah. before um, we all get vaporized. Yeah. No, it'd be or, great. I mean, it, like, here's the alternative. Let's say we don't die in World War III. Hmm. It's too expensive. You can't afford to buy gas. You can't afford to go anywhere. You're going to stay home and you're going to watch yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So no, so take a few extra seconds and share it up. You know, you can't afford to go anywhere or do anything. You'll have nothing and you will like it. Yeah. No, you'll be eating uh, bread and uh, and cheese. The government issued bread and cheese um, moving forward. Um, yeah. So might as well just sit home and watch uh, YouTube videos. Well, Hashtag cancel Rennie. I'll leave it at that. Thanks, folks. This concludes episode number 61. 61 of the X Factor podcast. We'll see you next week. Take care.